You're listening to Thoughtful Discussions with Josh Snyder, and I'm here with... Joseph Kraft. Awesome. And tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm 26 years old. I live in Lawrenceville. Um, I'm a painter and an illustrator. Cool. Um, among other things. Awesome. So I was 26 years old eight years ago when I moved to Pittsburgh. Right on. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's been fun. Yeah, I'm I'm new to Lawrenceville, but I've like been like hanging out there for a while, and yeah. it's like the neighborhood that I always really wanted to live in. But yeah. like, it took me a while to get there, but I found a nice room in a closet now for <laughs> real cheap, and yeah. uh, it, it's working out for me there. Cool. Yeah. So tell me what you do. What do you? What's your day like? Um, I wake up and I make stuff. <laughs> that's like that's my whole thing. The yeah. waking up is the important part. Um, yeah, I think you know. There's something to be said about like waking up early and, you know, like getting your day started and trying yeah. to be productive every day, whether like the stuff is like a good breakfast or yeah. like a painting. So interesting. Yeah. And um, what else? So you make art? Yeah. Show flyers? Yep. Um, what else? Like uh, what are the mediums you work with? Um, I've been organizing a lot of events lately, if okay. that counts as a medium. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up, like, kind of in the punk scene. That's, like, where I got a lot of, like, my influence from. Yeah. And uh, I just want to really give back to that. So that's, like, I started making flyers and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Just trying to, like, help out my friends and doing, like, a lot of pro bono work. And cool. that actually, you know, ended up, like, paying off in, you know, the long run. So I try to do that when I can, um, gotcha. but I'm like leaning more towards like trying to always like get paid for my work now, yeah. um, which is hard. But uh, I I try my best, and uh, yeah, I uh, yeah I started going to a lot of punk shows, started making flyers, and uh, that's what kind of like got me into that. And I met like Chris from Red Fishbowl, yeah, and uh, he kind of gave me like a course. <laughs> uh, so to speak on like how to like put events on and stuff like that cool so i've been working like tightly with him and he's been showing me stuff i do like bi-monthly events at Hambones, which is a cool thing cool. and uh yeah that's awesome so when uh when did you first start making art um i would i always made stuff my dad um yeah. was an artist okay um he made like folk art in his later years he made gotcha. like stuff like welding horseshoes together and like random found objects got you um, but I would put it to like fifth grade. Um, my mom took me to this like graffiti class okay. and it was at the community center. Yeah. Uh, and I went to that for like a couple weeks and they taught me how to do graffiti. Interesting. And, uh, Interesting yeah. thing for a community class to offer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they did it. Cause it, I mean, it helped me in the long run, but, yeah. uh, now real quick though, were they sh like shedding a little bit of light on like, Hey, this is a cool style, but don't like. Don't do bad stuff. <laughs> um, I don't think that was really like a part no? of it. Um, okay. It was a pretty young group, gotcha. uh, so I I don't think that they didn't really like address that too much. Gotcha. Uh, it was actually like the guy I came to find out is like a youth pastor. Okay, um, that like taught me how to do it, and I'm not really sure the scenario. Like I've tried to reach out to him in recent years, but he's never got back to me. Calm one, if you are hearing this, please reach <laughs> out to me. Um, I, I I would really like to talk to you. But yeah, I started doing graffiti in like fifth grade and uh, it quickly escalated when I got into like high school and I met like some other graffiti writers, nobody in my town, like I grew up in the suburbs gotcha. and nobody really like did graffiti or like street art in any way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, m I met this dude in my like tech class. I was in commercial art and computer design in 10th grade 
and when I met him, that's like when stuff like really like kind of like took off and okay. like we started like painting together and getting into a whole bunch of trouble and definitely like doing like a lot of illegal stuff. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, that like continued actually for like the next like 12 years. And then I think it was 2013, maybe 14, I was arrested on the South Side for doing graffiti. Gotcha. And when that happened, I like quit like immediately. I was just like, all right, like this is it's too much like that was like one of the excuses people like oh like why do you why why do you think it's all right to do that why why do you like risk your safety like that or whatever and i'm like oh i never got caught like right so when i got caught i i I took a note and like quit doing graffiti for a while but i actually continued to get in trouble for like uh the next year and i uh kept doing bad stuff but i had some time to reflect and uh when i was reflecting i uh decided that like I wanted to actually do this art thing because yeah. like the graffiti actually ended up like I sat in jail for a little while and I never got convicted um but yeah gotcha. I still sat in jail for a little while and had some time to think about it and was like all right like I this is what I'm passionate about so I should you know right pursue it and that's when I started taking it seriously um at that point I'd already like known Chris was doing his thing so like gotcha. I reached out to him and um yeah he like put me on some stuff and started doing some live painting and just like started meeting people and cool you know been kind of hitting the ground running ever since awesome awesome so what uh what do you want to do next um just keep making more stuff um i've been into like this sign painting lately yeah i do a thing called pittsburgh lettering club at hatfield laundry in lawrenceville um that's that's a really fun thing i met a lot of cool people that way and it it's able to you know kind of take the lettering aspect of graffiti which I always really enjoyed and uh like put that into you know something really professional and Mm -hmm. it's also a really old trade um I like uh I like doing things like the old way most of the time very cool um yeah so I've I've been like trying to get jobs like painting signs and stuff like that it hasn't worked out for me quite yet but you know I'm just getting started on it yeah keep at it yeah yeah I, I I'm not I'm not too worried about it that that's like another development recently I've had I like I got a decent enough job. I like paint houses and that's yeah. been like, you know, covering my bills and stuff really well. So I feel this like freedom now with my art and I'm not really like trying to like, all right, I got to make this and I got to sell it. Like right. I, the goal is to have it, you know, be my livelihood to make art. But, um, you know, I, I understand that that's like a, you know, doesn't always happen. Everybody has their own timeline and stuff. Correct. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to being like 40. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see like what I'm <laughs> making then. Like, that that's the next milestone for me. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, what would it, what would it take? I'm I'm curious. So you say the timeline might be around forty um, before you're like, all right, I'm done working for the man. I'm gonna go do this thing for myself. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily. I don't plan on working <laughs> until I'm forty. I plan on quitting my job like as soon as I can. Uh, <laughs> it's actually another thing I'm working on. I'm working on a zine called How to Quit Your Job, but I okay. haven't. 100% figured it out yet. I'm an yeah. independent contractor, but somebody else still signs my checks. Right. Um, so when I, when I get that out of the way, I'm, I'm going to finish the zine. But yeah, I just, I'm really excited to see what like the future holds and, you know, hitting that milestone of like, you know, been making things for, like that amount of time. I've only been taking it seriously, like I said, for a couple of years now. So Got you. Yeah, I still feel very like new I've, and I'm very thankful for like the things I've been able to accomplish. But right. I chalk that up to just like getting out there and talking to people and meeting people and networking. Absolutely. Super important. Um, the, what have you found, uh, the response like when, 
when you meet people that you are um, like you admire, like how does it go when I when yeah, I meet when yeah, I yeah. meet my heroes? Well, thankfully, I've actually been able to like meet like one of my biggest heroes. Um, Who's his that? name is Derek Zanetti. Okay. Um, the homeless gospel choir. He's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a local musician. I I really really love his music. I was listening on the way here because I was nervous. Um, <laughs> and I was listening to it to hype me up. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I was able to meet him and actually like I was discussing booking him with a show that I have later this year. Um, Apes of the State is playing. I have booked a show at Roboto. Um, but I was trying to get him to play that, and we had a serious conversation about that. So it's like pretty crazy to be able to like you know work or potentially work with people like you really look up to like that right. and uh yeah i i try not to meet people i look up to too much usually because yeah. uh sometimes they're they're big jerks but i i thought i, I was in the clear with them. yeah um i think that the more and this might balance out there might be some sort of odds here but the more you meet people um that you that you admire that you look up to the more uh, open arm they're going to be um especially depending on where you're developed with the level where you're at. So like where you're at right now, where you're, you're working full time and then making your stuff part time. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Everyone needs to do that. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's, there's no shame in that. Um, you're on the way and especially with the mindset of like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. Eventually I want to quit my job. You're making a zine. It's good. Um, but then once that flips and it becomes your livelihood and then maybe you paint for someone else sometimes, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and like, it becomes like, all right, w once it's, it's a, it's a much more natural progression than I think a lot of people realize. Yeah. So you go from 40 to 50 hours a week working for somewhere, someone else to you, the things that you're doing start to pick up and you're like, oh man, I can't do this anymore. Now I can only work for you 30 hours a week. Now it can only be 10, 20 hours, 10 hours. And it goes down and it, it starts to flip and you start doing your thing more and more and more. And then you like, eventually you're like, all right, I can't do that anymore. Um, but I think that it's a, lo a much longer stretch than a lot of people realize. When I started my business, we're five years old uh, this month. And the first year and a half or so, I was working at a call center two days a week. Mm -hmm. I just told people I was booked up. Yeah. Like Tuesday, Thursday, I worked 12 hour days and it, that was my, I mean, 24 hours a week. Like that was my part-time gig while I was building up the print shop. And so it worked because I could do both. I could do, and I was a full-time dad, you know, it was just like, um, it made sense for me in my situation. And it, it eventually got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. I worked with Revival. They were the screen printing business. Mm -hmm. We started working together. We did that for about two years, and then I moved to where we're at now, which if people listening don't know, Flower City Printmakers in Pittsburgh, Bloomfield. Uh, we do all, side, all sorts of printing. And um, But the way that it develops, like you can't, there are certain things that push you, but don't be too concerned about like how you're going to, um, and I don't, I don't mean to like take away your zine idea, like, how you're going to quit your job. Yeah. Just keep going all in on everything that you're doing. Believe in yourself. Um, I think that small business owners know that they are gambling on themselves 100% every day. And that is like, it's scary sometimes because, I mean, you never know if you're going to make it. 
You know what yeah. I mean? You're just like, you're always just like, uh, all right, I'm doing it. I'm, I, do, I'm just going full steam. <laughs> I got this thing, man. Uh, what I was actually like telling myself is that advice that I had to take that I often give um, yeah. that uh, if you're nervous about something, 99% of the time it's like something you should be doing. It's Absolutely. usually a new experience. Um, right. Sometimes it's the wrong thing, you know, but you know if you're doing the wrong thing. But, right. Yeah. Work outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, because that's where, that's where the growth moments are. And that's where you'll you'll start to challenge yourself and feel. Um, you'll learn new things. You'll yeah. um, you'll meet new people for sure. Yeah, that's that's how I got to like wh- what I'm doing like right now. Like I actually I worked in kitchens for a long time. Yeah. And you were talking like the flip or whatever. Like I had to yeah. give up that. I just like I can't do that type of work and right. you know be an artist. I the schedule gotcha. doesn't work. So gotcha. like I had to give up like stuff like that. And I was unemployed for a while. Um, between then I actually like I quit my job in the kitchen and I went to live at my uncle's trailer that's like in the state park upstate yeah, yeah. Uh, on Black Shannon State Park and I lived there in isolation for like 21 days um, just eating like beans and rice and like canned <laughs> meats and yeah I didn't have any like running water or plumbing up there either which gotcha. was like pretty crazy so like were you with him or were you were was it just you up there it was just me I was, okay. I was completely okay. alone um, gotcha. I had so that's like the, the uh, camping trailer yeah like, yeah go out on vacation well it was in december too and like <laughs> nobody goes up there in december because gotcha. like it's on like a private road so like thankfully like it didn't snow when i got in but like that was kind of one of the scary parts was like there's always the potential like if there's a big snow that i wouldn't be able to leave like gotcha. um you know i could walk out like i was never in like any real danger but like yeah i was definitely alone and uh you learn to kind of like yourself a little bit yeah. more i feel like when you take that i recommend doing like a sabbatical like that for anybody cool. Cool. Yeah, it was nice. I just went up there to paint, and I did. I finished, like, three paintings while I was up there, and it was really weird. Like, I was in nature, but I ended up making, like, all these, like, really hard geometric lines, and, uh, hmm. yeah, it was just very meticulous work, though. That it, it took, like, a really long time, um, but I, I really enjoyed what I made up there, and, uh, yeah, like, came back and still didn't have a job, but, like, just, like, kept pursuing the art thing and just, like, tried and tried and then this guy got me in and I started like uh doing painting and like that's what I do now but I cool. quit that job too because I didn't like the people I worked with I was like yeah. unhappy there and uh yeah. I've had a lot of jobs and like I don't know I've been denied jobs because I've like worked so many places like some people you know think that's like not the best thing but yeah. I don't know I if you're uncomfortable at your job I, I you should quit it <laughs> unless unless you like really really need it you know right um there's a lot of things to do and uh, I finally, like, you know, found something that I enjoy doing. You know, I like working with my hands. I don't mind painting at all. And, cool. You know, money's all right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the goal is to make artistic paintings <laughs> exclusively. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also learning, like, a lot of skills. Like, I'm into, like, mural work and stuff like that. So, like, all the, like, painting stuff I do at work, like, actually really translates to that pretty well. Pays off. Yeah. Like, they're, pay- they're paying you for the ex- giving you the experience. And then, you know, you can kind of transfer that over. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely works. Yeah, and I, I, I don't hate my job, which is, like, a really, really, like, nice feeling. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it's it's not quite as good as not having a job, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was actually was off for, like, three months in the winter, and that was, like, a little hectic, but, again, it just showed me that, like, it's really not that hard to be, like, a full-time artist, because I, like, technically was when I was doing that, you know. Yeah. I was struggling, but, you know, once you get your expenses pretty low, it's... It's easy to do it. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's another another point too. Um, I think that for people that want to do something and they're they're trying to break out, um, 
if if you're that overhead might be the thing that's keeping you you know locked down doing, yeah. doing something you don't like to do and it's way easier than you think to let go of that yeah i feel like a lot of young people like my age really live outside their means um of i course. i really like and eating people, in all these nice restaurants all ages do that yeah but yeah but you know a lot less about i feel around your age um yeah mid-20s early 20s um you know a lot less about what's coming and how to budget and and just uh timelines yeah and so yeah no i i can see it i understand what you mean um go ahead keep, keep going what you were saying yeah it's just uh like it's it's learning to like live inside your means and like what can yeah. you like cut out that like you really don't need and i don't know it's it's to me it just like goes back to like actually being serious about it like right. if you want right. to be a successful artist like you have to like fully commit and that doesn't necessarily mean like quitting your job right but like taking every step you can take and that includes like saving money which is not fun and i'm not good at it but it, it's something that you know you need to do if you really want to be serious right. about it something I, I like to say is that if you want other people to take you seriously you got to take your take yourself seriously yeah. first oh yeah no one's gonna um, care as much as you do oh right absolutely yeah. and no one's going to criticize as much as you do either. Yeah. Um, so, like, don't, yeah, um, go for it, do the thing, and don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, it, that's, that's <laughs> what you got to try to do. It, like, and it's really easy to be content with yourself when you know you're, like, trying your hardest and you really are, like, fully committing. Yeah. It, even if it doesn't work out, you know, you, at least, you know, you, you know, you did your thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, what would happen, just give me a little snapshot, this is not to jinx you or anything, but it's a good conversation. So let's say you become a full-time artist for 10 years, and then you have to stop for some reason. I, I mean, I was, I was actually kind of thinking of something like that yeah. before I came okay. in, like, uh, like going for it because there is like some... Like there's a finite amount of time everybody has here. Like absolutely, I could I could you know get in an accident and break my right hand and then like I wouldn't be able to paint. But you know I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'd find something else to do. I've been working on some like weird paper mache sculptures um, lately. Okay, okay. Um, I, I could probably do that with a broken hand. But um, yeah, like that's just another reason that I'm like going for it. Like I'm not getting any younger. Correct. Um, I, I don't I don't I know that I probably have like a long life ahead of me. When I was younger, I like I never thought that I would be like 27 or 26. Um, yeah. but so now like realizing everybody in my family lives to like 90. So yeah. like I should probably like get on something, um, <laughs> but also, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pursue it as, as hard as I can and yeah. people seem to care a little bit right now. So yeah. I think it's like time to like double down and like not slow down at all. Absolutely. I mean, I think that no matter what, so like, let's say, um, let's say you do it and you go gung ho and you you really, um, you end up doing it full time, 10 years, um, make it happen. And then I think that the, the amount of acceleration you have and the amount of people, you know, your network, all these things, like they all play into the next move. So don't, I'd say, don't be too concerned about like what, what it means or how long you're going to do whatever the thing is. Um, just do it and see what happens next because the people that are doing something are always way more interesting than the people that are just have the job and little maybe yeah. have aspirations but aren't pushing them 
Yeah. The, the journey is the exciting part for sure. Like I, I, I really do try to like enjoy every bit of it. Like I, that's why I like, you know, I used to have this like hard schedule where I'm like, all right, I need to paint six hours a day. Yeah. And uh, like, and I did that while I was working like full time and gotcha. you know, I got work done. I, I definitely like finished stuff, but yeah. I think that there was like an element that you could like see through it. And at least I could see that like, it wasn't necessarily a rush, but like there wasn't a lot of like substance there. So yeah. I'm like, okay with like taking my time now. I like, it's wake up, make stuff. So I, I try to like complete something every day, yeah. uh, whether it's just like a sketch or right. like whatever. But um, yeah, I try to commit to like doing something every day yeah. related to art. But yeah, that like hard schedule like doesn't really work for me. So I, um, you know, just try to like strike while the iron's hot. And when I like got the juices flowing and, you know, sometimes that makes for like a long night or whatever, like all my zines I've like finished in like right before I've taken them to you to print. Um, yeah. And uh, it's it's usually like down to the wire with stuff like that. I actually had like a travesty with the last one. I destroyed like quite a bit of uh, my work. Yeah. Uh, with a water bottle on my seat so that was um, I remember that yeah that, that was pretty devastating but like that's you just gotta like roll the punches I already had the show set up like yeah I, you know I had to get it done um, but even some of that like I feel it was like a little rush because of that reason but yeah. uh, you know people seem to be happy with it it got a good response um, I definitely want to like do more events like that cool. I think it's like a really cool thing to bring like art and music together in like the same way I mean it's not a secret. A lot of people in town are like doing that, but right. um, like trying to make it like as cohesive as possible. And awesome. Um, tell me a little bit about your point of view on the Pittsburgh uh, creative scene. Um, <laughs> I I've seen like every side of it, which is like really okay. interesting. Um, yeah. I live with Chris as well as like work with him. Yeah. So I get to see like all the ins and outs of like what he's doing on like the larger scale stuff. Gotcha. Um, and like I've been around like the small stuff. Uh, I I think that there's a like really really big gap between like the fine art and the high end stuff and like emerging artists. Um, I'd like to see like because I feel like I'm kind of in between that right yeah. now myself, and that's probably why I think that there's needs to be like more of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being able to like feature artists that you know. I've been doing it for a little while and you know aren't necessarily like feeling it out anymore but like right. giving artists like that a platform i think could be helpful um but i i think it's doing all right people are still making stuff oh, and yeah. uh there's there's a lot of cool things that go on around town like i love first fridays i wish that could be like every week I, yeah I, I i think it would be great um i things like that i think are like really important they get everybody together and like actually out and like looking at stuff right and for listeners that might not know what that is, um, in Pittsburgh, we have a neighborhood. It's uh, right in the border, Garfield and Friendship. And they call it Unblurred. Every first Friday, the, there's a ton of galleries on the Strip. The Strip's about, uh, what, eight blocks? Yeah. Um, and businesses turn into galleries for the night. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of places whether there's a few dozen galleries and then you'll have a few dozen places that maybe aren't galleries, but they just push their desk back or they do something where they make it uh, restaurants. They'll have art on the walls, whatever. Yeah. And it just becomes this, um, this strip. And if you've never, there's, I talk to people, grown people that don't go to art shows that have never been to an art show, yeah. which it, to us is this is absurd thing. But yeah. if anyone is listening and you've never been to an art show, go, go check it out. Um, and 
if you know wherever you're at whatever country whatever city you're in um, there are art shows happening go find them and see them and and, and challenge yourself because uh, it's, it's it's not a scary place either no. i don't know like i feel like especially in like high-end stuff like there's this like pretentious air to it that i feel like people like perceive that to exist right but i i really like i never have like felt uncomfortable in any sort of like creative space um and i it's it's not scary if you don't know what you're looking at nobody's gonna know right i, I don't know what i'm looking at half the time i make art and i don't <laughs> i don't know what good art is i was in the museum once and i was like oh yeah that why, why is that painting so big like it's it's not that special like why, why is everybody staring at it and it was a monet yeah um and uh was it the lily yeah, 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 in, in the Carnegie fav- there. Yeah, every, everybody loves it. I don't yeah. like the brush strokes. It's yeah. too much for me. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, it's, I think sloppy. it's... Sloppy. It's, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily sloppy. It's just yeah. not what I like. And I, okay. like, I think that's like the great part about art. You know, everybody right. gets to enjoy what they want to enjoy. Correct. And uh, you, can, you can enjoy it, you can critique it. But either way, looking at it and invoking those emotions, I yeah. think, is important. Um there's people that don't see much value in art. Um, I think that if you if you take the time to to go see why people put so much effort into it, um, you'll you'll start to understand why why it's valuable and how much art is around you that you may not not realize is it's influencing you. Yeah, it's absolutely. everything. Like it. Like all right. Like if somebody's like, oh yeah, I could care less about art or that doesn't need funding. Like. It's like, do you like listening to music? Like, do you like watching TV? Like, it's, it's all the things that we consume like come from creative people, and uh, absolutely, it, it's it's pretty great. And I feel like it's like it is super undervalued. Like, I personally, I think like being able to like paint something is a lot more important than being able to like throw a football. Like the high school that I went to, um, they shot a movie at. And yeah. like our the big deal that we got out of it was like a new football field, gotcha. and uh, yeah, it it was like all right, like that that's great. Like I can't like take an art class like because I'm going to tech or whatever, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was it's it's interesting how like it's it's so devalued, but it is what is in charge of everything. People people don't realize that like if every every movement has an image, every mm-hmm. you know person that you believe in like has some sort of like a symbol associated with them usually and like it's always an artist like behind that and people just don't see that i don't think got you well appreciate having you on um let me get your social media stuff where where can people find you you got any shows coming up um maybe nothing right away but anything that's um about a month or so anything further than that <laughs> all right right on yeah i uh i got a bunch of stuff i'm gonna try and remember uh you okay. can find me at wake up make stuff on instagram that's like the best way to get a hold of me cool. um i primarily use that but i also have a face- facebook page that's also wake up makes stuff it has like my balloon logo on there cool um i have a facebook if you want to talk to me <laughs> um joseph craft and i have a bunch of shows coming up kind of it's ramping up very quickly awesome Right on. We'll uh, we'll we'll stay tuned. Um, make sure you follow, like, and subscribe to all Joe's stuff. And uh, as far as thoughtful discussions goes, um, check us out on iTunes, podcasts, Anchor, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, like, comment, subscribe. And uh, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>